I'm super, super like big on just being present, present for yeah. moments because that I think is more important. As much as I think uh, leaving a good inheritance is important, I also think leaving great memories is important yeah. because at the end of the day, that's something no one can take away. Yeah. No one can take away the conversations that you will have with Nuri. Yeah. No one can take away those three kisses that you share with Zani every day. That's and whatever happens in life, whether there's a recession or there's a you know a pandemic or whatever, he that. will have that experience and that, that will stay in his heart. This is our love story. This is our journey. Hello guys, welcome to another weekly episode of Our Love Journey. Hey guys, uh, it's good to be back. Um, yeah, man, you guys are still you're still out there supporting what we're doing. Our last video, Kunj, what were we speaking about? Oh, the last video I did with Dr. Malls um, with the bedwetting. Yeah, 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 and it was such a great video. Like, I learned quite a lot because I actually related to quite a lot of what was being said. Yeah. But there's no need to go into <laughs> detail. But yeah, man, uh, it was so nice to see all the people who um, could... Who felt who like relate. they were being helped, yeah, yeah, I think there was a lot of enlightenment and a lot of stories were shared, which is what we always want. Um, like people serious, genuinely don't know. So a lot of people are punishing. Their, yeah, people gen are punishing their kids not out of malice or trying to be funny, but because they just think that's the only way. So yeah. having a conversation like that, I think, can free uh, a lot of people. So yeah, thank you guys for sending in your messages, sending um, your stories. It really helps get the conversation going. Yeah. And I think um, to just jump into what today's conversation is about, before we get into our review, um, people said, thank you so much for this conversation on parenting. Mm -hmm. And we've been getting a lot of questions on how we parent. Um, and so we just figured today, let our conversation be around conscious parenting. Yeah. Now, you don't necessarily have to be a parent to listen to this, but even if you're just a child or plan on being a parent, or you interact with people who have kids. I think that's a big one because I think a lot of people might not have children, but you know, you're an auntie or you're yeah. an uncle. And so the way you interact with other kids, sometimes yeah. you don't even know yeah. what you're doing or, or, or how big of an impact it has on, on that child. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. I mean, I think we found ourselves in situations where we kind of have to give a little bit of an education on uh, you can't talk to our kids like that. And without trying to be funny, but because for us, it's just such a strong thing. So I think it That's helps. Um, yeah, if you've got friends with parents and you really care about the kids and the parents, so just educate yourself a little more and, and yeah. Yeah, and especially because there's certain ages where kids, that's when they develop. Yeah. And that's when they basically build up their uh, personalities yeah. and their confidence. Yeah. And you want to be protective from okay, that kids. age. Yeah, and like, make sure. <laughs> you can't just go to someone and shout, Uya Papa when. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, like, oh, that was, <laughs> that was that a one, big one for you. <laughs> I remember, I mean, I think Nuri was like, she must have been like five months. <laughs> And someone, I won't mention who, was like, yo, we are Talela. I'm like, hang on, oh, this man. child is five months. <laughs> Talela got Yeah, but yeah. I think we've educated now and we've also grown. So, yeah, it's been yeah. good. Before we get into that, let us get into today's review. I'm reading a, a review, basically a comment from YouTube. Mm -hmm. And it's from Buteba. And she says, she or he says, I listened to this on Spotify, but I'm here on YouTube to listen for the third time. This was such a wholesome episode 
load, especially after waiting for weeks for a new one. And I think this was in relation to um, red flags. I got it from red oh, flags. Oh, yeah. So, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a really good one. You guys, we were trending. Um, yeah, we trended for like a week. It, it was amazing. People people really, uh, people had their own red flags in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. No, thank you for the review. It's always nice to to know that you guys are, you know, it's not just uh, comments, but people yeah. take their time to send yeah. an email or to leave a review. Yeah. It makes such a difference because some people come to the uh, podcast that they've never listened to it. They don't know <laughs> Mrs. Mom. You know, they don't know the great Brendan Praise. Oh, wow. And so all they have to go with, like, is the review. Yeah. Mm. So thank you, guys. And just for, I, I think I read specifically that... There's, we're available on platforms such as Spotify, yeah. um, Apple Podcasts. I know you guys love the video stuff, but also listening on audio, that's how I consume podcasts when I'm driving on audio. Yeah, because sometimes you don't have time to be sitting no. watching for like 35 minutes or whatever, but while you're driving, while you're doing your run, your morning walk, um, you can you can it's definitely the have us there with you. Yeah. And today's podcast is brought to you by MedShield Medical Scheme. MedShield has launched an incredible resource-filled MedShield mom website so get access to a wide library of health and wellness content pertaining to pregnancy baby health raising toddlers and being a healthy new mom expectant mothers can sign up for personalized pregnancy journeys whereby weekly correspondence is sent to you relating to the development of your unborn child it's just another way that Medchild medical scheme is adding more support and value to its members across different stages of life so thank you to Medchild um, for partnering with us they make sure that we get all this wonderful information to you guys. And more than that, having an entire website dedicated to mothers. Alrighty, let's get into today's conversation. So before we get into the talking, I obviously always open up with either a quote. But mm -hmm. today I got like a little nine strategies for parenting today's children, right? Under okay. conscious parenting. Number one, treat them with respect. Number two, listen to their opinions. Number three, explain why. Number four, empower them. Five, find alternatives to punishment. Six, encourage negotiation to achieve win-win solutions. Seven, have fun together. Remember to play with your child. Eight, connect with your divine guidance. God, um, whoever you believe in. Number eight, connect. Oh, number nine, ask what would love do? What okay. do you think of Do you agree with all of them? Uh, no, I, okay. I don't agree with a lot of them, but okay. I, I agree with some. Okay. Yeah. What don't you agree with? Uh, this one said like no punishment. <laughs> well, what kind of, what kind of world is, is that okay. like, where there's no punishment? So I don't agree with that. I think there should be punishment, mm -hmm. um, because there should be consequences to actions because that's how real life works. Agreed. Um, so that, and then also negotiating, I think I'm on the fence with that. I okay. think there's times when you can negotiate, but there's things that are hard no's and hard yeses. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think that in itself is like, um, it's not like just a blanket thing where it's like, yeah, um, I negotiate with my kids. Yeah. No, like I'm, <laughs> I'm not negotiating some of those things. Yeah. So yeah, those, those are the two ones. That, um, yeah, those are the two ones that I have a little bit of issues with. Wena, how are you feeling about it? Um, I, I agree with most, all of them. All uh, of them? <laughs> no punishment. I, I, I don't, it depends. I think we should define punishment. So punishment is, is, is your, the consequences for your actions. Okay. So it's like if you eat 
something that wasn't that doesn't belong to you or whatever or no actually if you steal right yeah. you go to jail yeah. that is the punishment okay. for what you've done it's as a result of your own doing yes. it's not some extra mural <laughs> no it's you you did it so okay. i would say but obviously with kids it's not as severe we're not sending them to jail so that's what i wanted to get to that maybe we should move away from the word punishment mm-hmm. um so instead of saying to our kids so rehabilitation then. no like um <laughs> this is the consequence of what you're doing so for example um if our kids are being disrespectful to like guests or to us what we do is we give them time out yeah, so, so that's what a punishment. so so the problem with using the word punishment, punishment is that the moment i think the way we were brought up when we think punishment it's like your kids are here they being rude to guests and immediately they get a smack on the bum and that's it and they never yeah. understand why did i get a smack on the bum and now they associate having guests over at the house as it's not a fun experience for me okay. so now why i agree is that when we get to um, explain why empower them treat them with respect is for example our kids have a bit of social anxiety so when there's new people coming over into the house and we see they them acting they do weird stuff <laughs> just like, just like, child is what this? are you doing yeah. so now imagine a child is acting out of need fear and fear and then we just chuck them outside or just punish them so what we do or what i do is i'll normally like i'll like say please stop it don't do that you big disrespect i'll explain what exactly is happening and if it's not stopping eventually i'll just be like i am taking you outside because you have been very disrespectful and mommy has told you to stop it mm. yeah look so <laughs> so i think you agree that there I should agree. be some level of facing um Absolutely. you can't just have free will no, no, to no, do no, whatever no. you want no, no, but no. you're right i yeah. think I think explaining to explaining. kids exactly what they're doing yeah. is I think that's a big one. We I mean we grew up with being told I'll give you a reason to cry. When you cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think I think we give our, our kids reasons as to why, why are you going to cry? Why they're going to cry? But yeah. yeah, look, I think that I think what you've just explained it so beautifully and I agree with that. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I do agree. and what's the other one? Um negotiation. negotiation. So I was just listening to um uh, Michelle Obama's podcast and she had her mother on and her brother. And basically they were I've read her book and how her parents um raised, raised them. Her. Uh is that they basically were raising adults they mm. weren't raising babies right so mm-hmm. they were raising responsible adults and i guess it's also about finding balance here but the negotiation for me opens up um confidence and questioning and conversations for our children okay. it's not to say that they'll always get their way for example we have the dress situation mm. where our Which daughter just problem. wants it's a big problem now in winter where she only wants to wear dresses and my initial response was no it's cold that's it mm. and then brendan came in and now you have a negotiation so now the negotiation is okay you wear a dress but you have to wear a jersey and then she would be like but princesses don't wear jerseys then i'm like okay but now if you're a princess it's cold i gave you a dress you have to give me a jersey and then you hear how the child's vocabulary increases how they ask smart questions yeah even their reasoning they, their reasoning they start to understand they understand yeah. so it allows kids to dig deeper it's not to say they have their way and they're being disrespectful it's just the same way if someone tells you hey do this you're mm. not going to just want to do it you want to know why how does it benefit me yeah. it's Yeah, I think I think look when you put it that way because uh, I was going <laughs> to say you actually right. We actually do negotiate We a do. lot. I know you do it very intentionally. Yeah. And I think and I think it's good because like you said it 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 
it helps children reason better it helps them understand better like the concept of of life yes as as we live it right yeah. and the thing is the truth is this when kids are privileged it's very hard to find a balance as mm. to what they can have and what they can't have that's true so i think negotiation becomes super key in yeah. that regard <laughs> it does. you know and you do it with toys like <laughs> we'll be like like nuri will pick two toys that she really loves yeah and Pumi will make her pick and you'll just see her heart break <laughs> like and the toys are 10 rand yeah rand. yeah but it's like it's the principle it of is. you know you can't have your 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 bread and you can't have your cake and eat it too whatever they say <laughs> so your bread but it's, it's yeah you can't have it but butter on both sides so have have you need to understand that sometimes you have to choose and and you don't always get what you want so yeah. i think negotiating in that regard really helps kids understand the concept of yeah. that and understand the concept of um like you said of of even like funny things like weather now she understands being cold, being cold and being she understands hot. that you have to wear uh track suits yes. even though you're a princess um you know because some, yeah because yeah. sometimes you know weather deals you a hand that you have to then conform your own things and kind of or adapt rather make it work make it work That's so life. so there's a lot of lessons that you learn in negotiating and actually talking with these kids yeah. as opposed to just saying uzotoga lento ngichelayon and that's it and that's it cuz now you've just you've just taught them that you mean to them or they just feel like ah oh, you don't get it whereas when you have that conversation they even though they're young mm-hmm. they can understand the concepts that you're bringing to them and that you're not withholding out of um you know not caring but you withholding out of love yeah. yeah or that in life whatever life gives you you just take it no that's yeah. not what life is sometimes you have to fight with life you have to reason with life yeah and i think bring it to uzani who's um, who's turning to when <laughs> when we would ask him why he's doing something his answer would just be cause Be- yeah it's because but be- but digging deeper into a child expands his vocabulary mm. now it's not just because now he can say because i was naughty or because this 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 you know yeah. i mean it might not always make sense but you're teaching a child to dig um deeper yeah. so what We're is so con- deep even our huh? parenting content is like but so deep <laughs> i take parenting very seriously me too i really it's i think it's one of my most important roles because i'm raising um uh, a human being with i've been entrusted with a human being who has purpose and my job is not to to not ruin that for her or for him yeah and i think it's such an honor in itself yeah. you know um yeah it's a huge honor and i think if you look at it that way you you tend to then want to do Yeah. The best job that you can. I mean, can. that's the one thing that makes me cry. If I've been like, and you know this, like if I've been horrible to my kids, like I will fall apart. Like yeah. I, I will like Cuz there are those moments and we don't want to make it seem guys like it's just gravy. Yeah, it's like <laughs> No, it's like berries. like there's there's moments when we we are not like and we we don't document this part. Yeah. So let's just get it right. Yeah. Like and I don't know which will. camera, but like we, we don't protect our kids. We protect our kids and we protect ourselves. ourselves yeah. So I'm not going to put myself in a way that uh, makes me look like a devil but yeah. there are those moments when we are harsh with our kids or we lash out at them and and it's just kind of like you said but at the end of the day it's also being able to Recognize. this is not on the list but i really think parents need to learn to apologize to kids yeah. generally oh. people just need to learn to apologize <laughs> in life but yeah. i do think that there's a place for 
a place to re- reconcile with a child when you've hard done yeah. them. Yeah, but our kids demand apologies, so we don't even have a yeah, choice. Yeah, no, Nuri's like, yeah, no, just you like, broke my heart. heart. Yeah, you broke my heart. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> say sorry. And what? then when you apologize, what I love is she'll quickly say, it's, it's okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, because that, again, it's on the other side of apology. And you see it even between the two of them. Um, Like if Zani or Nuri harm one another, they'll apologize to each other. And immediately they'll, they'll say, it's okay. And they'll look at each other and be like, it's okay, sister it's okay brother so and they'll forgive each other and they'll forgive each other and the game goes on yeah, i wish it was that easy <laughs> hey road. what does conscious parenting mean to you as a father as a father i spoke about this on our interview on metro fm with nuri yeah it's, but it's essentially um just having these rubber guidelines that help kids stay true to themselves mm-hmm. uh, i say rubber because i i never believe anything should be fixed and 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 like yeah hardcore yeah hardcore like so it's kind of just having these guidelines and finding out um who your child is yeah because i think a lot of times um growing up we were told who we were yeah we weren't really given an opportunity to display who we are from within right so for me as a father it's like giving the kids options and saying i want you to figure out who you are you know i mean at some point like with our kids, we go obviously because it's your child. Your child sings one note, all of a sudden, ah, beyond the next Beyonce. <laughs> uh, you know, they do a dance and you're like, ah, you know, it's it's like but you wanna open those those channels so yeah. that whatever it is that they're good at, they can pursue. Yeah. And so for me, it's just then giving them opportunity to find themselves. Yeah. Um and be themselves. Yeah. In in whatever that looks like. So sometimes, yeah, it means giving up my own will. On their lives and mm-hmm. my own like i mean like we know with with nuri as much as nuri loves uh being on camera here at the house it, she's extremely shy yeah outside of the house yeah you know so for her to be like people will be like ah oh, tv star and i'm like, like i don't know mm-hmm. not yeah. from where i'm standing so yeah. it's kind of like giving a child an opportunity to be to be themselves, themselves. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what um conscious parenting means to me as a father what does it mean to you as a mom and i'm going i want you to go in depth in terms of being a mom of a daughter one mm-hmm. and being a mom of a son if there's a difference oh of course <laughs> there's a there's a huge difference um for me it's, i think you 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 definitely define that like when i think of my role as a mother and my relationship with my children I don't think of it as a, I'm this disciplinarian or I'm this guiding light. Mm. Um, but I think of it as I've been tr- the same way. I think of it in my relationship with Christ, right? Or, mm-hmm. or God. God said to me, okay, um, so th- you've got your desires of your hearts. God gives us desires. I've got my desires. And then there's God's will, right? And mm-hmm. ultimately the goal is to align my desires with God's will, right? Okay. But Put even if I never do, yeah. God will not chuck me away. Oof. So here's the thing. As soon as we all stand and say, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, um, come into my heart. You know, you, you make the confession. You're going to heaven. Whether you murder, you do whatever, you're still going genile, to heaven. Genile, genile. But now, how you act, your disobedience distorts your life mm. on earth, mm. right? If you're disobedient, you'll still go to heaven if you believe in Christ and you've, you've accepted him. However, 
the life that you will live will not be the best life that God had planned for you because ultimately there's consequences, right? But God doesn't chuck you away. So the same way with my relationship with my kids, I have desires for them. I, I see what they could be and I see how great they could be and I try and teach them. But ultimately my job is not to take them and move them from here and put them here and force my way. I cannot force my will. The same way God does not force his will on me, I cannot force my will on my children. Mm. So my job job is to just be that light to be that guy to be there and say hey look i'm here yeah and to ensure that they reach their purpose so that has always been my big thing as being a mom is to ensure that my kids um live out their best purpose and even now i feel like our kids live in our purpose because one they're fully present and two at the end of the day every night i ask them are you happy Mm. did you have fun and every night i get an i am happy i had fun And that for me, I've played my role. So I'm not even looking at being a parent as a teenager or parent as, I mean, things will change. But right now, Mm. at the end of the day, my child, are you happy? Did you have fun? Sure. Okay. So going into the second second question. Yes. What was the second question? So what would you then say is the differences between um, being a parent of a a daughter and and a son in, in obviously the same contextual environment that you were in this is what makes it hard because um because i'm a woman and i know what the world has to offer Mm -hmm. and this might be a good and a bad thing and because i might be projecting my experiences on my daughter i'm specifically more harsher you know like i expect more excellence from her i expect her to um like there's a bit of a, there's a lot of tough love with my daughter because I know that in the real world when you grow up as a woman you have to be ten times better to even be considered you need to protect your body like if Nuri lifts up her dress innocently my initial thing is to shout at her and say don't do that you know mm. because I want to protect her I don't want her to be raped I don't want her to be sexualized but if Zani pulls down his pants like I'll be irritated but I don't see it as a danger. Do you understand? So when I see, when I'm raising my daughter, it's more shielding from danger. Whereas when I'm raising my son, it's more giving of more love. Because men don't get love from the world, right? They get everything else but very little love. So for my son, it's come, let mommy cuddle you. I love you. Do you love mommy? We even have a thing now where he kisses me here, kisses me here, and he kisses me here. And then he looks at me and I say, thank you, boy. And he says, you're welcome. So... so, so yeah, so from the from raising a son, it's I want to give him as much love as possible because everything else, I'm not worried. I'm not worried if Sunny's gonna be successful. I'm not worried if Sunny's gonna get he think he's gonna get by in life based on merit. I know he will. Nuri, at the end of the day, she has to prove herself. Okay. But like I said, I could be projecting based on my experiences because the world is changing. I think I think what I like about the way you approach parenting the kids is that you're really more focused on who they become as people yeah. than who they become in the world. Yeah. Um, and and, and that's, that for me is, is super, super key. And I think it's important when you're raising kids, like we're not raising doctors, we're raising people. We're raising people. People yeah. that are going to live with other people. We don't care people. what they become. Yeah, like <laughs> there's great doctors that are terrible people. Yeah. And you know what? I always refer to the scripture that um, a, a, a good father leaves an inheritance for his children's children's children, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how I justify that 
I don't want my kids to have a money problem. Like when they grow up, they shouldn't be solving a money problem. They should be solving a heart problem. Yeah. Maybe not solving a heart problem, but working to be their best self in whatever career or place or purpose they're in. We should, as parents, it's our responsibility to make sure that our kids are, are taken care of. 100%. And I think what makes it um, hard is, is that when you have financial problems, it immediately steps its way up to the top of your problems. Yeah. So you still have all those all other the problems. All the problems are still there. It's But now you have to solve for this one first because yeah. this is a, you know, a either eat or I don't eat yeah. type of thing. So yeah. definitely eliminating that um, out of the equation makes, I think, for a better opportunity for kids to really find themselves and Absolutely. be the best and be successful in their careers and whatnot, but also be successful as human beings because you have enough time, like yeah. you said, to kind of do the inner work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just a, a small example, like when we just got married and we've got our first place, like we weren't stressed about getting furniture. We could enjoy our marriage because our parents gave us couches. Yeah. And that's just on a, like a smaller, on a smaller scale. And I know yeah. in the black community, you will spoil a child but we have friends whose parents bought them houses as a marriage gift mm. you know and i think that's just like a beautiful thing and it's 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 the the purpose is to make life less about the material things and focus on being a better person yeah i think i think where where sometimes issues occur is that in building that wealth for your family you neglect the yeah. the wealth of someone's heart, heart yeah and who the they are as people so then they they have that wealth but then they don't have Everything the else. skills to manage it. So they aren't, like I said, they, you're not raising a, a person. Yeah. Because you're not there. And, and that's why I'm super, super like big on just being present Presence, for yeah. moments because that I think is more important. As much as I think uh, leaving a good inheritance is important, I also think leaving great memories is yeah. important because at the end of the day, that's something no one can take away. Yeah. No one can take away the conversations that you will have with Nuri. Yeah. No one can take away those three kisses that you share with Zani every day. That's and whatever happens in life, whether there's a recession or there's a you know a pandemic or whatever, he that. will have that experience and that that will stay in his heart. So for me, it's that you know finding that balance to say I'm not just going super crazy yeah. on this one end while I'm neglecting the other. Yeah. And I think most importantly, like we mentioned, it's about conscious parenting. So what we're saying is not the it. It's listening, it's just, yeah. being present. I think you summed it up well. Being present um, guides you um, on how to raise your children. And because it's conscious parenting, it's obviously going to be modular to every child. Yeah. So this is like what we've realized works for our family yeah. and our kids. Yeah. What have your children taught you? What has your son taught you? what has your daughter taught you um my oh man they've taught me a lot but i think the biggest thing i've learned from uzani um is to be to be daring like yeah <laughs> to be confident and i and i realized that i i used to be confident but i just somehow I, it it, dumb, it got dumbed down yeah. because i guess it was too loud yeah. or it was maybe it wasn't authentic, mm -hmm. but I, I look at that boy and like Uzani just is, he believes, he believes. Yeah. he's like you and your dad. <laughs> he just <laughs> believes that he can do anything. anything. Yeah. And more than that is when he does it, he 
appreciates himself yeah. and he affirms himself. Yeah. He says, I did it! Like, he doesn't need anyone. And even if you half did it or you helped him, and this is the difference I've noticed with him and Nuri. Nuri, if you help her, she will... She feels like she didn't do it. She yeah. didn't complete. Yeah. Uzani, if you help him, he still did <laughs> he it. He still did it. It's like, he still took... He still played a part. Yeah. So... Just seeing that confidence in him reminds me, man, of 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 how life can be mm-hmm. when you attempt everything with a positive, op- optimistic mindset of what you can be. Love that. Nuri? And with Nuri, oh, with Nuri, man, I've learned Nuri's got so much love yeah. and 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 nurture and caring. Yeah, okay. like if you said she notices. Oh my gosh. I've learned to be w- aware of 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 my environment. Nuri notices everything. Yeah. Nothing goes unplanned. Like the other day, the wipers of the car in the back, they did this like, uh, this shape that the wipers do, right? Yeah. Nuri saw a rainbow. Oh, wow. And I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Uh, But it's like, she sees the world in all of its beauty and she's so aware of her her environment that nothing goes missed. Like, she notices. and, And the biggest thing, like I said, like, if I come back home and I'm not myself and I'm not talking and whatnot, she will notice that yeah. I'm sad and she'll yeah. ask me what she can do yeah. to to make that go away. And so there's just a level of care and love that I think she has overall. And and I, I, I want to have that for myself. What yeah. have they taught you? Yo, I think starting with Nuri, it's because she's me, like yeah. 100% me. And when I see her, um, and I was talking, I was even talking to my therapist about this, is that she is me without the world telling her to not be me. Sure. And she is like, if she's in a room, like you said, she notices everything. If she's in a room and she's uncomfortable, she will not pretend to. You could offer her ice cream and the world, she will not she pretend not to. No, there. she does not want to be there, and she will not pretend to be comfortable. She will be. Um, she'll be herself. And the same way, if she feels excited and she feels joy, she will fully, fully feel that. Yeah. So I think with her, she's teaching me to be more more myself. Like, because mm. I watch it, I'm like, hey, you're actually a great person. Like, it's you, you make situations uncomfortable because you're so much of yourself. And, so but that's not because, and you're so honest, but that's not a bad thing. Like, you're authentic, and that's what everybody wants to be. Everybody wants to be authentic, but we can't because authenticity is awkward in a world where authenticity authenticity is not a thing you know so um, and that's something i want to preserve so much for her and i think we do that very well we're trying so hard to make sure that we allow her to be herself no matter what and then with my son uh, what has my son taught me sure i think man the same thing our kids are themselves man um but zani has so much um he's got so much dare and so much boldness and he's 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 fierce he's very fierce and and very and very like he's very strong in his beliefs very strong and he's he's stubborn he's almost two but he's very strong in his in his beliefs and 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 you know the best thing about that is because it's so innocent and it's so real for him. Mm. And one of the reasons why we go to therapy, I'm in therapy, is because situations that hurt me, I didn't make them real for me. 
Like mm-hmm. I excused it to, to make everybody else comfortable. And now what my son does is if you've broken his heart, you've broken his heart. If you've made him happy, you've made him happy. If he loves you, he loves you. If you upset him, you're upset him. <laughs> and so it's, I think they both just teaching me to be so authentic, so fierce and, so, and, and, and so bold. And like you said, his confidence, like, um, he if he hears a song on the on the TV and he likes he it, he'll belts. literally run. Yeah, firstly he'll belt it out with his whole heart, and then he'll run to the piano and he'll feel it out. Like you can see, he's like almost testing to hear if he's getting it right. And then when we go to bed and he says his prayer, like Nuri will be like, "Thank you, Lord." Like she's poised, mm, poised, and yeah. Zani, "Thank you, Lord." <laughs> <laughs> and you can just see this boy is. So <laughs> grateful. Uh, it's crazy. But yeah, I think to sum it up, they've taught us, taught me to to be myself, to be authentic yeah. and to be bold. I think that's something that I've learned about having kids that I, I didn't know coming into it. But is that they actually show you how to be a better version how to be of a better yourself. Version of, yeah, because they're you. <laughs> because in a way, they have a lot of your makings. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of the same infrastructure. That, that that is holding you up and, and, and they're able to be themselves and you start to realize where those lines yeah. kind of meet. And where you need some healing because those things that they do that irk you the most, that's where you need your healing. Yeah. Um, what makes parenting hard for you? This is my last question. Makes it hard? Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Because I've already kind of touched on it. Uh, yeah, I think you can. Yeah. Well, I think. Okay. Yeah. What makes parenting hard for me is seeing my kids do exactly what I do and then wanting to go off at them mm. and realizing that that's a place in my life that I need to work on because they basically, they do what we do. And, and this is why, um, I think it's been a year or two years now where I made the conscious decision to not shout anymore. Like I don't shout at all because um, I wouldn't say at all. I, you don't I, shout as much. I don't shout at all. Ah, when do I shout? Sometimes I'll be upstairs. Just, no, but moments. that's one of no, no, no. That's when I'm like out of character. Yes, yes. yes. That's but when I'm I. Just that, those that are those moments. It's that not like a regular thing with you. Now. Oh no, no, no. It's, it's not like regular you have at to all. Be pushed over the I edge. like. Yeah, I might. Uh, it, I think in those cases, it's when I'm stressed at work, stressed yeah. with you, yeah. and stressed with the kids. Yes. That's when I'll just like. That's yeah. just the only. That's when I'll shout. But for the most part, the reason why I don't shout anymore is because I mean I used to, and um, because I thought it's just the normal way of communicating and you don't like something. And then I heard um, Nuri start shouting and then she started shouting, Zani, no! <laughs> and I was like, that is me. That is how I shout. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's identifying something in your kids that you still do and then wanting to lash out but realizing I'm this person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what makes parenting hard? Um, yeah, man, I just think it's, it's, I think what makes it hard is your own deficiencies. Yeah. That's what really makes it hard for me. It's getting to a point where one, if you don't feel like you're enough, I don't think you can ever feel like you're a good parent. Sure. So it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's being deficient as a human, not being whole makes it hard. Yeah. And, and I think having kid exposes that 100% in a way because they can see it and you can feel it mm. through your interactions with them that 
Ngati, I'm not okay. Yeah. You know, because I'm I'm not I don't have the patience that I need to have. Yeah. I don't have the tools that I need to have just just to make it through life generally. Sure. And and so so I think yeah, I think that's what makes parenting hard is 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 it it forces you to be a better person. Hundred percent. Mm. And to end off, I got a quote that says, if you don't listen eagerly to the little stuff when they're little, they won't tell you the big stuff when they are big. Because to them, all of it has always been big stuff. Yeah, that's good. And that brings us to the end of our conversation. Remember, what we have spoken is not facts, but truly just our own opinions and our own in, um, our own experiences. Experience. Things might change in two weeks' time. We might say something different. It's all about being fully present and yeah, understanding. We're not immune to changing we're, our minds. We're not immune to changing our minds. We're very open to change. And yeah, more than anything, thank you so much to Shield for, for sponsoring our podcast. And do check them out. They have covers for... Every family, they've got eight different covers. You can check out whatever your family needs are. And if you're a new mom or you're pregnant or you just really just need a few tips on raising kids, do visit MedShield Mom. And from me, Pumila Dwaba. And Brendan Praise. Thank you very much. We love you. Cheers. This is our love story. This is our journey.